This summer, from TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media, comes the full-length horror audio drama, The Camping Trip. This anthology tells three tales that span the decades and unveil vengeful mysteries long forgotten, but ultimately connect to a present-day story. This fully produced audio experience takes you along as three young scouts and their troop leaders spend the last night of their weekend getaway around the fire. And what's a night in the woods without campfire stories? When you go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and buy the camping trip, you'll receive over two hours of content including the very first bonus episode of the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz podcast. You won't want to miss a moment of the camping trip. Written, edited, directed, and performed by at Fitzman73 and at the Scooby Doom. Available now. So, Lily, I was thinking of something I don't know for sure. Which is? I have no idea how to advertise our train wreck of a podcast. Well, that adds to the horrifyingly long list of things that we don't know. Well, I appreciate that. Well, if you were going to tell somebody about our podcast, what would you say it was? That it's an effort to prove to you how little you really do know. Well. Because you think you know lots, but you really don't know a lot. But these are strangers. They don't know who you is. They don't know who I am. You're who my am dad, I? and you don't know anything. So I'm your dad, and my name is... Jeff. And the whole purpose of this podcast is for you to prove, as so many teenagers feel the need to, how little I know. Yes. And we do that how? By answering questions sent to an email. What's the email? JeffKnowsNothing at gmail.com. That's Jeff with one F. And uh, the best questions, Lily will pick the best question each week. The best questions might be answered. The worst questions might be berated. Or ranted about. The best question will probably be ranted about, too. That's usually how it goes. That's why I said might be answered. Mm. I'm thinking we should start spending much less time together. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Where can you find the podcast? At jeffknowsnothing.blogspot.com. Or on SoundCloud. You can just do a search for Jeff Knows Nothing. With that's Jeff with Wanna, and that's where we are right now. Yeah, we're a small niche, niche. We're a yeah. small podcast. Wait, I thought it was like niche. Niche, 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 niche. I don't know. I'm gonna do that. You don't know anything about the word niche either. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know why I even talk to you. Okay. Yeah, so check us out. <laughs> I don't think it is. It's niche. I don't think it is. <laughs> Somebody help me out, is it? It's niche. Should I Google it? I'm going to cut all this out anyway, because it makes me look dumb. <laughs> it's niche. Okay. YouTube says? Niche. <laughs> I know something. Eat it. Okay, so check out Jeff Knows Nothing. 
Even though now I know that I was right about saying niche. It's niche. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you actually kind of tried. Was that your Jonathan Winters voice? (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was, totally. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was actually thinking about trying to go with, like, Edwin or, um, what's the other fucker? Uh, was it Paul Lind? Paul Lind, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about going with one of them, but it was like, no, because Edwin, it takes, you know, like two words to set it up, and I didn't want you to cut that, so. Because <laughs> for me to get into Edwin's voice, the key phrase to get into that is like, Oh, good gravy! And then it's, Oh, good gravy! Hey, gang, you're listening to the Nud Blitz with Doom and Fitz! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, thank you, thank you. You're no Ralph Garman, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's had training. Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, actually, uh, actually, that one probably was a little bit better than Ralph Garman. <laughs> uh, I blame it on Mary Poppins and the Twilight Zone. I think he did a couple episodes of Twilight Zone. And I saw one not too long ago. He was like a traveling salesman or something. God, that show is so good. Yep. You ever watch it? Um, Not too much nowadays, but yeah, I used to watch it a lot. I mean, I've seen a lot of them. Have you ever seen the one that, uh, I think there was one Paul Newman was in? I forget the plot exactly, but I remember... Being like, oh my god, look how young Paul Newman is. I don't remember it offhand. I would have to know a bit of the plot. Yeah, I don't I don't remember the plot. Some freaky shit happened to somebody and And Rod Serling smoked. Yep. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes because and I've said for a while now that I think it would be perfect for a movie and I would love to do it. Like with John Goodman. Cause this the dude that was in it, sort of you could see John Goodman looking like him. Mm-hmm. But I think it was called uh, Death's Head Revisited, where this old Nazi um, guard goes back to Dachau or whatever, and the ghosts of the Jews and shit that he tortured are fucking haunting him and fucking with his head and shit. Oh. And I think, like, at the end, he ends up hanging himself or something. It's a fucked up episode, but it's pretty awesome. That sounds pretty cool. I remember seeing one that was... Uh... I think it had Art Carney in it, and he was uh, like this vagabond Santa Claus. Yeah. I don't remember the plot for that one either. I just remember... You just remember the guest stars. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's how many times I've seen them. <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't seen most of the episodes more than once or twice, and then there's still episodes that they're airing now on, uh, I think it's Me TV. Yeah. That I haven't even seen. That's like the Three Stooges. Yeah. You think you've seen uh, every I, single one of them a million times, and then one comes on, and you're like, what the f- Where the fuck did they make this one? <laughs> totally. It's fucking lost footage. The The last two weeks, 
the ten episodes they've showed, I haven't seen any of them, and it's like this is awesome. <laughs> it's like a whole new season of TV for you. No shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody else has watched them on Netflix, and they're like asshole. Come <laughs> it's a, on. It's a Doomflix original series. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There was. Did you ever see the one with um, Burgess Meredith? Uh, they made jokes about it on Family Guy that one time, where it, um, Peter's last brain cell. Do you remember that episode of Family Guy? I'm all over the fucking place, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I remember either. The Family Guy one sounds well, vaguely familiar, but I, I don't know, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen the Twilight Zone one. Well, the Twilight Zone episode, it's Burgess Meredith, and every chance he gets, he's reading something. A magazine, newspaper, book, it doesn't matter. At home, at work, because he works in a bank. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Everywhere he goes, he's got, you know, reading material within reach, and he's trying to read and shit. And everybody, including his fucking bitch wife, is on his nuts about reading. Mm-hmm. So he's at the bank, and it's like, okay, it's your lunch break. So he grabs a book or a newspaper or something, and he goes down into the bank vault so he can be alone. Yeah. And the door closes. Well, when the door closes, the fucking bombs drop. Oh. And when he comes out, everybody's fucking dead. He goes oh. to his house. It's fucking decimated. And finally, he's just like, oh, shit. And he goes to the library. He gets all kinds of books. He's got stacks of books everywhere around him. And he's like, yes, I'm going to read all this stuff. He goes to look down. His glasses slip off his face and break. Oh, no. And he's like, no, but but there was time now. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a fucking Twilight Zone episode for you right there. I know, right? That's like the uh, basically the summary of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, of I the know. Entire, of the, the entire perfect concept. perfect example. It's a perfect yeah. example of what the Twilight Zone is. Mm-hmm. Some weird but setup, it, and then the guy gets totally fucked at the end. I know. That episode, like I said, that Death's Head revisited. And then there was another episode with um, this chick. She'd go out riding her horse. And mm-hmm. every time she'd be chased by this old witchy-looking broad on a black horse. And she'd just make it home, and she'd be freaked out. Well, come to find out, the person that was chasing her was herself from the future trying to keep her from making the decision she made that led her to where she was. Oh. That's another perfect example of what Twilight Zone is. Yeah. <laughs> but she she ended up marrying this guy, and he kind of fucked her over or whatever, and I think her family lost their fortune or whatever. And they cut to the future, and she's walking around the rundown house and everything, and it's, it's fucking awesome. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go back and watch some of those. I forget. I I don't remember them being as uh, as awesome as these descriptions sound. I mean, it could just be that like <laughs> I love the show so much, I'm making it sound better than it is. But oh god, I love it so fucking much. Well, it's like one of those things that other people have stolen those ideas and and yeah, incorporated them into their own into other movies and shows, and it's just like totally. the like the like like Kurosawa stories. Uh, like Kurosawa yeah. movies that have been adapted and changed so many times into a modern modernized that it's like mm-hmm. you know you know it you know what you know it you know the story but, by heart even though you've never seen it yeah I was gonna say you know it but you haven't seen the fucking source material where it all came from but yeah I think all the episodes are on Netflix Netflix is awesome yeah that's what everybody keeps telling me there's a sweet ass Blu-ray set on amazon that i'd love to get someday (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it (laughs) that story went nowhere 
just Thursday Sweet Ass? You could probably get a, a VHS set for pretty cheap. A VHS? <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a fucking VCR anymore, bitch. Those are pretty cheap, too. Are they? I'm sure. Well, I mean, like, the, the DVD set that I've seen and the... Which, I saw that one time at Sam's, and it was before I'd ever seen an episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, huh, that's cool. And it's the DVD set is the same exact set as the Blu-ray set that I've seen. It's just the Blu-ray set's Blu-ray. It's all the same features. It's mm-hmm. all the episodes. It's just, you know, DVD versus Blu-ray. Right. I saw the DVD once at Sam's. I was like, oh, that'd be cool, I guess. I don't know. I've always heard that show was good. And it was like... 60 bucks or something or maybe 50 and i was like huh maybe next time next time we went back they didn't have it mm. and not long after that i started seeing it on tv and i was like you fucking retard i should have got that <laughs> and i've been kicking myself for years yeah that's one of those things too like we were talking about uh in another episode where we were talking about old people music like when you're a kid and yeah. you're like the rolling stones suck their old people's music yeah. Twilight Zone's like one of those shows when you're a kid, it's like, well, it's fucking black and white. It must suck. Totally. For years, like, I could not watch anything in black and white. Anything. Like, there was an episode of Smallville in, like, season six or seven or something. It's in black and white. I cannot watch that episode still to this day. It's just, it hurts me to watch it. That's probably not even real true black and white either. Oh, probably not, but still. It's just, it's just the colors sucked out of it. Yeah, I'm sure it is. There's there's something but, about like old black and white film stock and and stuff like an old Abbott and Costello, like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. There's just something about yeah. the way that that looks, the way everything's lit, the way Yeah. Like the old Monsters episodes and shit. Yeah, everything looks kind of just a little bit off and funky. Yeah. But I love it. I think it's I think it looks really cool. But see, there was there's always well it used to be there was some sort of disconnect for me where if it wasn't color, I just couldn't watch it. It would bore the fuck out of me. Well, yeah, it's harder to concentrate on for sure. I know. I mean, like, I would watch Monsters and Adam's Family as a kid was like, eh, okay, let's move on. Show me something, you know, with color. Mm-hmm. But the, the more the older I get, the more I'm, you know, able to accept it. Like, Twilight Zone. I've just talked about it for like ten minutes. I love that show. And then I think what really cha- made the change for me was probably Clerks because the dialogue in that is what made it okay. Well, yeah, and there's and, and it was really I mean it's designed to be like a two man play. It's not really like yeah, it's not really a movie where there's a lot going on and yeah. you know lots of you know background actors and cars going by and you know things to clutter the picture. Mm-hmm. Being in color, it would be it's easier to to have all those different elements moving around and not not clutter things up. Yeah, that's why black and white movies look totally different too, is the way they're shot, the way they're set up. Yep. Oh, I ran out of steam on that one. <laughs> what was that? I said I don't know. I ran out of steam on that one. It's kind of like <laughs> me when I said there's a Blu-ray set. He was waiting for more, and it's like that's it. I got nothing. That thought fucking dried up. <laughs> Oh, but I was going to say, I was going to say like the, um, like the black and white stuff, it's almost as if there's, there's less on the screen, but more to see because you can, you can pick out little things that in color you might not see because there's, everything is so busy, Yeah, which is kind of like contradicts what I just said, (laughs) but, (laughs) but not, but, but not the way I am intending it to come out. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. 
I think. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you ready to get into all our fun shit? Alrighty. Let's start with your favorite segment. No. Roll the theme song. Doom's Joke Corner. You prepared? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to laugh. My sides are... <laughs> I properly stretched, and um, I'm ready. I don't think I'll injure myself. I'm ready to You're laugh. You're mocking me now. No, I'm 100% serious. Yeah, I'm sure. You can never be too careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just fucking <laughs> mocking me. You're a little asshole. One of these days, you're going to get me real good. <laughs> you already got, oh, I you did. Already, you already got me once real good. One of these days, you're going to yeah, surprise I... me with one. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to stop the recording because you'll be on the floor. I'm like the guy who's just who's getting in a fight with a little guy, and he just sticks his chin out and says, here, hit me. And the dude fucking knocks him out. Nine times out of ten, it does nothing, but then once it's like being hit by Kimbo Slice. Yeah. Which, that was sad, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah that is but anywho, jokes! Yeah, joke. Joke, <laughs> and then we'll talk about that. A man is walking around New York with his wife. They find a perfume shop, and the wife goes in. He waits outside. A hooker comes along and says to him, Like to come home with me, buddy? For how much, the man asks. A hundred dollars, the hooker replies. The man laughs and says, I'll give you five bucks. The hooker swears at him and walks away. A little later, the man's wife comes out of the shop and they continue their walk. As they round the corner, there stands the same hooker. <laughs> she, she takes one look at the man and his wife and says, Ha! See what you get for five bucks? <laughs> oh, that poor lady. <laughs> oh, oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And this has been another installment of Doom's Joke Corner. Uh, so moving on. <laughs> From one tragedy uh. to another. <laughs> oh, that's no. cruel. No, yeah, Kimbo, Kimbo Slice died. The fuck? Yeah. 2016 which, keeps steamrolling people left and right. Which, his was really fucked up, though. Because all of a sudden reports were breaking, Kimbo Slice is dead, and everybody's like, "What? What the fuck's going on?" And then nothing. And then, and then no. Some places were like, "Oh no, it's bullshit. Don't worry about it." Oh really? So I didn't see that. Oh yeah. And then the company that he fought for, or whatever. Yeah. They were. They posted a tweet saying something like, "We're currently investigating reports that Kimbo Slice has died. Uh, more info as we get it." Mm -hmm. And then it went fucking quiet for a few hours. Yeah. And people are freaking out saying, is he dead? Is he not dead? What the hell's going on? And then I don't remember where it came from, but all of a sudden words started leaking out that the hospital had said he died or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, shit, that's fucked up. It is fucked up. That guy was a beast. I have only saw like one fight of his. Oh, my God. He fucking tears And it was one up. of those... It was one of those backyard fights. Oh yeah, that, those, you know, that's made what him I'm famous. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like when he got to UFC, I don't think he was. I mean, he's he was like he was mediocre at best in the UFC. Yeah, I mean, but he's not. Street he wasn't. Fight? Yeah, street fight. He will fuck you up. He's mm -hmm. he's not he's not a technical fighter, and he wasn't 
conditioned to fight with those UFC guys. I think he got better as he went along, but I, I remember watching his debut fight for the UFC, and I was like, oh my god, this is so disappointing. He sucks. This guy just whipped uh-huh. his ass. I remember when he first hit the scene in, at UFC, and it was fucking huge news. Oh, it was like, huge I mean, news, yeah. I never paid attention to UFC, but, I mean, I knew when he fucking came in. It was kind of like when Lesnar first showed up. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay much attention to UFC or MMA or anything, never have. But when Lesnar showed up, you fucking knew about it. Yeah, now I'm I'm not an MMA guy at all. It's kind of gross to me, actually. But watching him on... Uh on his YouTube fights, those backyard fights. It was like, I'd never seen yeah. anything like that before. That whole culture of you just roll up to somebody's backyard, get out of your car, throw a lot of money at somebody. And then you guys start fighting. And it's like, what the yeah. fuck? Fucking savages. It kind of reminds you of like that fucking bum fight shit, doesn't it? Except these are willing participants who know. Kinda, what yeah. Doing. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what it reminds me of? I mean, I mean, this is going to sound really, really retarded, but you ever see, um, any which way but loose a long time ago yeah <laughs> like that's basically what he is in those movies is a is a backyard brawler he's a bare knuckle fighter yeah. so that he would go around from town to town and for money he would bare knuckle fight people wow i mean it was not anything like um the kimbo slice videos but uh yeah <laughs> it was the same idea that's what i was gonna say same idea though yeah oh man i watched him fuck some people up the one I remember the being floored by the most was, like, he was fighting some guy, and then all of a sudden he just, like, went into, like, a fucking Hulk rage and was just yeah. standing there going, hit me, hit me, and letting the guy just haul off and crack him right on the chin, dude. And it was like a little kid hitting him. It was just like like mm-hmm. a little wet splat against his face, and, like, it was just bouncing off, like, it was crazy. He's like, that all you got? That all you got? And the guy's hitting him as hard as he can. He's like, that all you got? <laughs> I would have been mm-hmm. shitting my pants, dude. Mm-hmm. And then he proceeded to fuck the living shit out of that guy's face. <laughs> well, I seen him fight this one big dude once. and I mean, he wasn't a tiny man himself. Yeah. But this dude, this dude was a little bit bigger than him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's going to get his ass beat. Mm-hmm. And the fucking dude came at him, took a swing... Kimbo fucking uppercutted him, and a dude fucking left his feet and I hit know. the ground. I was like, oh, was holy crazy. shit! He's like one of those guys that's like so muscle-bound up top. Like yeah. when he uppercuts, like his entire body moves. It's not like he just throws from the shoulder. Like his whole torso, his whole everything is like behind that. You compared him to fucking Hulk, but no. What he's more like is Wolverine. Yeah. Yep. Because he just fucking somehow goes into a berserker rage and it's like oh shit people are gonna get fucked up Mm -hmm. talking about backyard fighting and shit do you ever or have you ever looked up like backyard wrestling on um youtube oh yeah back in the day like when that was like the big shit um i didn't even know they still did that do they still do that i don't know if it's like new videos or not but every once in a while yeah every once in a while i'll go you know searching because i want to see something fucked up yeah these fuckers make fucking them dudes back in the hardcore, hardcore, hardcore days of ECW look like pussies. Oh, yeah. They're fucking ridiculous. And you know they f- did some fucking retarded-ass shit back in ECW. Oh, I know. That's what I was going to say. This When I when I would watch them was, uh, yeah, it was back like, and I, I don't even think, well, obviously YouTube wasn't around, but I don't even think they were. there was a good place to watch them online. I think where you'd yeah. see them is like on Inside Edition or... Um, some other fucking news magazine show. 
they would they would be like, oh, have you seen this crazy new phenomenon backyard wrestling? And it'd be guys like fucking doing like moonsaults off their roof onto a card table in the backyard. It's yeah. like, holy shit. And they're all like 15. It's like, where the fuck is your mom and dad? <laughs> <laughs> Whose house are you doing this at, by the way? I saw some fucker once. They had two folding chairs set up, butted up against each other. And then they had like four to six light tubes on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this dude, this dude got fucking choke slammed from a roof through the light tubes and chairs. And it was just like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, like how did nobody die? How did nobody ever die? I know, right? I mean, I understand you can learn how to bump and take a bump right, but how the fuck do you not, you know, get your back shredded up and full of cancer? Yeah, the thing was, though, these guys weren't, like, trained to take a bump. They were, like... I know, that's what I'm saying. You can do that, but still. They're the fucking dumb shits who think wrestling is totally real and, like, everything they see is really happening. It's not, like, a sleight of hand. Like, when somebody gets bashed with a chair, they think they're really just getting bashed full on with a chair. There's no trick to it. There's no finesse or no... There's there's not a way to bash somebody in the head without killing them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, there was these... There was these kids who lived down the alley from us. They were doing that shit. And, oh like, they would walk around the neighborhood with chairs and shit being like, hey, you guys want to wrestle? And I was like, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> you guys want to <laughs> wrestle? Yeah, they would. I'm not fucking shitting you. <laughs> I mean, they made belts, too, and, you know, they were shitty. Well, but they course. made belts and shit, and I was like, hey, you want to wrestle? You you could win this. And it's like, no, no, I'm good, because I'm like a pussy with pain. <laughs> Like, if you slapped me, I would probably cry. But, I mean, I could slap or punch myself. I can't feel it. But if you did it, I would cry like a fucking newborn baby. (laughs) That's more like your feelings got hurt. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, a couple times a month, they would walk around the neighborhood with chairs. You guys want to wrestle? No, no, I'm good. Oh, you sure? It's fun. Yeah, I'm... I'm good. Look, you can win this belt that I bought at Sears and wrapped duct tape in a fucking half dollar around. It's our yeah, championship belt. Duct tape and a magic marker. But yeah, we we did we did watch that. I yeah, I didn't even know they were still doing that shit. Like I said, I don't know if any of it's new, but every once in a while I'll be like, I want to see something fucked up. I want to see those kids from like 20, 15 years ago. Like, what are they doing? What they look they, like are now? They all, are they all fucking yes. brain dead? Yeah, they're all on fucking in wheelchairs and shit. Like uh, this their is what faces are all hamburger causes. Yes, they got fucking foreheads like Dusty Rhodes, where <laughs> you know, or fucking Kamala his the Butcher. Was yeah, it looks like a fucking topographical map of South America. Ugh. Like, have you ever seen like CZW? I think it was in that movie that Mickey Rourke did, The Wrestler. Which one is it? It was CZW Combat Zone Wrestling. Hmm. No, I haven't. But I did see that movie, so if they were in that, then I guess I did see it. I, If I remember right, like their shit was basically backyard wrestling in a ring, in a professional ring. God damn. And I was like, you motherfuckers are crazy, because there was a tall dude. He, he wore overalls. He kind of looked like Hillbilly Jim. Yeah. And he had, you know, the big beard. And he, if people who are paying attention to wrestling now, he sort of looked like one of the Wyatt family members. Okay, I kind of have some knowledge of that, yeah. Yeah, like, just big dudes, overalls, and he looked like, you know, he just stepped out of a cave somewhere. Mm -hmm. He was big in CZW, if I remember right. I can't remember his fucking name, though. But yeah, he would do some crazy shit. Like, they would have, you know, barbed wire boards and shit, Mm -hmm. throwing fuckers through that. 
crazy shit. Wasn't Rhino, was it? Rhino, no. But no. supposedly he's running for office. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, crazy. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, these guys are these guys are eccentric people. Like, have you? Did we talk about this? Have you? Have you ever seen um, Beyond the Mat? I th- I think we did talk about it. No, I haven't seen it. I it's very. I think Foley talked about it in a couple of his books. Yeah, well, he was in it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very. He was supposed to be the guy, you know, the low level guy, making his way up, and then while they were making the fucking documentary, didn't he win the title or something? Uh, I don't remember. I think the Hell in the Cell was on it, like footage from that. Um, oh shit! We we should like do a do a commentary for that sometime, because oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember seeing that like not long after it happened, and couldn't fucking believe what I was seeing. I know. I hadn't been watching wrestling for a long time when I somehow stumbled on that. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is what wrestling is now? Holy fucking hell. Uh-huh. Well, see, that match is one of the matches that, like, made me an Undertaker fan. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing, too, was I, I turned it on. I'm like, holy shit, Undertaker's still wrestling. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew him from when he first started, right? So that was, yeah. you know, five or six years before before that, right? So I was like, holy shit, uh... there's I remember him. And at that time, he looked a lot different. Oh, yeah, he was way thinner and younger. Looked more obviously. fucking scary scary and brutal. But, yeah, that, that match is one of those matches that, you know, solidified me as a fan of him because as they fucking planned it, he came off looking like a fucking beast. And then that spot through the top of the cell where the chair came down and busted Foley's teeth out, mm, that nope. wasn't planned, yeah, but know, that, that was... made him look even worse. I know. And I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, put that down. We should do a commentary for that sometime. <laughs> okay. Well, we that's have all kinds of wrestling awesome. shit we should talk about at some point. Yeah. Which... I have a, I have an interesting history with that, so. Yes, I know, and it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> but let's save that for another time. <laughs> uh, what do you want to talk about next? Our first segment, or do you want to hit... Our, our our next new segment, or do you want to talk about the movie? Let's talk about the movie. Okay, well, I'll set it up because we got a question about it, and, you know, might as well give okay. this fucker a shout-out for sending us a question. It was at Agamemnon1001 asked, What's the early buzz on Star Wars Rogue One and your thoughts? <laughs> well, when, he, when they sent that, in a week or two ago, it was like, well, there is no buzz, really. There is no new news since that trailer came out. But since then, mm-hmm. there's been a shit ton of stuff come out. Up that, till that, that point, week. I was still like, eh, I mean, I want to see it because it says Star Wars. but mm-hmm. Trailer looks cool. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. I'll see it, but that's about all I can say about it. But, like you said, since then, it's like, oh my god, I can't fucking wait. They're doing it. They're doing it. Tell them what they're doing. They're well. They revealed who Forrest Whitaker's playing in the movie this week. And... and let me just say, I didn't know exactly who he was playing, but I fucking hit that one on the head, didn't I? Yeah, you were right. There said, was more. There was more to him than meets the eye. Uh huh. Like I said, his face—it just looks like he's got a history, and boy, does he have a fucking history. Yeah, he's not just random space black guy. <laughs> he is Saw Gerrera. From the Clone Wars. There's a bunch of people going, who the fuck is Saw Gerrera? <laughs> He's a character from the Clone Wars cartoon. Um, the CG version. Right. 
Not the Gendy series. Did the Dave Filoni which, series. That's good, too, but he's from the better version, the fucking CGI version. Which, right. I never thought I would say that. The better version is the CG version. Oh, it's so good. And we've 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 pimped that show several times on past episodes, I think, but I can't I can't uh, encourage people enough to go back and look at that. And now I think maybe this will give some people a reason to go back and go, hey, what is this Clone Wars show? Well, I know, talking about Saw, it kind of... I helped convince somebody to take the plunge. Yeah. It's Dave. I can't remember his fucking Twitter handle. Oh, I remember seeing it, yeah. I don't remember what his handle was, but I remember seeing you guys talk about it. Keep talking, and I'll give him a shout-out. But yeah, it, like all of the people who hate the prequels, I wish I could just like buy them a Coke and tell them, go watch The Clone Wars, because it will make you like the prequels. Mm-hmm. Well, or, like at least, before, or at least tolerate them. Like I said before, I love the prequels, Episode 3 is probably my favorite movie of the entire saga. The Clone Wars blows it the fuck away. Hands down, there are some episodes in The Clone Wars that are better than just about any on-screen live-action Star Wars that's ever been made. Oh, no fucking doubt about that. Um, Dave's Twitter handle, real quick, is at KDW. I convinced him to watch it because it's on Netflix. <laughs> And I saw him post a tweet earlier today saying he's been watching it and he's really been loving it. And it's like, yes, we got one. Got one. I think the fact that they have nutted up and they're going to actually canonize this person and make him a real live part of the the film. I was going to say, he is canon. Oh, yeah. Now he's going to be a real boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's canon to Star Wars people, to Star Wars fans. But to to just a random movie-going person or... You know, somebody who only watches the films. Yeah, they'd have no idea who this guy was, but now maybe maybe they'll they'll take a take a look at that uh, Clone Wars show. I'm hoping that like on the DVD or Blu-ray, they really do him justice and like whore the Clone Wars and like. And if you want to know about know more about this character, go watch these four episodes of the Clone Wars. Or or even better, just do like a featurette on the character and have clips from those shows and. That's kind of what I mean. Oh, okay, yeah. Or, I, thought, you know, I thought you meant literally have somebody come on and say, hey, if you like this guy, go watch these. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. well, they could, they could probably do a little more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that's the general theme of what I want them to do. Oh, I get it. Not just have a dude walk out into a fucking blank studio and go, uh, that Saw guy that Forrest Whitaker played? That character was on Clone Wars. You should go watch that. Bye. <laughs> no. I hope they do do a featurette and be like, this is Saw Gerrera. This is where he came from. Go check this out for this more. Is why, yeah, this is why he's a crazy extremist terrorist uh, yes. guerrilla warrior. But what would be really cool is like what Warner Brothers does with all their direct-to-video movies where they put a couple episodes that have something to do with that on there. Like They actually bundle it? Yeah. They yeah, put that's a few cool. ep- those episodes on there because, like, with the DC movies, they put a few episodes of like Batman animated series or Superman the animated series or Justice League that deal with either that type of story or those characters. Mm-hmm. Do that with Star Wars. Put a couple episodes on there and get people interested in the series so they'll fucking check Netflix, so they'll look for DVDs, so they'll buy the Blu-rays, whatever. Shit, they could put probably the whole arc on there. I think it was he's only in like three episodes? It's four episodes. Maybe four? Is it four? Yeah, it's four. Yeah, I watched so... them 
the day after they announced Saw was going to be in Rogue One, it's like, I got to watch these episodes Yeah, again. so less less than an hour and a half of content. They could put that yeah. on there, no problem. Totally. And it's like, fucking do it. Do it. Don't fuck with me. Do it. <laughs> I'll tell you. Those four episodes, they're not the best of the series. They're not the strongest episodes. No. For me, those episodes are probably the ones that focus on the clones. But yeah, still, yeah. those four episodes are so goddamn good. The sound design, the new, interesting, you know, environments, it's just so fucking good. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's Ahsoka's first solo mission, like this is her, she's in charge of this operation yeah. of going yeah, and, and so meeting with this rebel cell. And it's the first time they say rebel. The first uh -huh. the first spark of of anybody fighting back against, well, in the Clone Wars, they're fighting back against the Separatists. But yeah. it eventually morphs into, which is what's really fucked up about Star Wars, is the Republic fights the Separatists. So the Separatists are the bad guys all along, right? Yeah. So they defeat them, and then the same people who are fighting the Separatists are now fighting the Republic. Because they've really just kind of switched places. Uh-huh. Or not even switched places, but... All because of Lord Sidious. Crazy old fucking monkey-faced bastard. <laughs> you mentioned Ahsoka, and oh, God, I love her so much. I wish the fuck they would fucking get Ashley, paint her, you know, orange, and slap her in a fucking movie. Yeah, that'd be that's going to be a, a difficult one, I think. I mean, not difficult, but that would be... That would have to be... I mean, it would, that would be delicate to, to get that right. Yeah, but see... Because, I mean, yeah, they've had Togrudas in live action, but not not like a lead character, not like a... Yeah. Not somebody who's up in your face the whole time, and to get it to uh -huh. where she doesn't look weird in live action would be... Well, I mean... going to be difficult. I think she looks weird in Rebels compared to how we grew to know her in Clone Wars, so... Yeah, yeah. I think I'd be willing to take the leap, especially if they got Ashley, which to me, that's the key component, you know? Yeah. Because Ashley's played her from like 12 years old to almost 30 in Rebels. That would be hard to accept, accept somebody else playing her at that point. Yeah, at least she could she could dub the lines maybe <laughs> if they got somebody who was physically looked a little more like her. Yeah. Because I don't think they actually made in Rebels... Um, the grown-up Ahsoka is a lot taller than... Uh, I think she's taller than what Ashley would be in real life. Yeah. And, eh. cert and certainly, like, well, I mean, un unnaturally that's... thin, slender, you know? Yeah. Like, the proportions but, I mean, aren't, you know... That's an easy fix, though. You shoot her from, like, the knees up or something and have her stand on an apple box. <laughs> there you go. Or you build, you know, a track for her to walk on in all her scenes. Or just make her mocap. Oh! Oh! Fuck, that'd be awesome. Boom. Problem solved. Yep, problem solved. Do it, fucking what? Kathleen Kennedy. But anywho, Rogue One. <laughs> I haven't read the EW, the Entertainment Weekly article where all this stuff come, came out, but... Yeah, um, I couldn't they, read it either. They released a bunch of new set photos, or not set photos, but photos from the finished movie. Um, did you notice there's a, there's a cool shot of one of those death troopers, those black stormtroopers? And there's two things about them that I noticed in this picture that I didn't really pick up before. Well, actually, one thing. Which picture is it? Was it the two of them in that rocky field or whatever? No, I think it was the one guy. I think he was in water or on oh, the beach. I, I haven't been able to 
load any of the articles or see any of the pictures other than the one I just mentioned. You can, you might be able to see what I'm going to say in those pictures because yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it's been in every image they've released of it, and I just noticed it just now. But they have a fucking they have Darth Vader belt buckles. Do they? Yeah. Well, I mean, not Darth Vader's head. They don't have a they don't have a belt buckle that looks like Darth Vader. I meant I mean they have a belt buckle that looks like Darth Vader's belt buckle. I I know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no I have a Darth Vader belt buckle. <laughs> they have a they have a belt buckle like what Darth Vader wears. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just noticed that this week on the in those pictures, I was like, oh my god, they've got a fucking Darth Vader's belt buckle. <laughs> No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a really cool detail. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And the second thing I noticed was that new uh enforcer droid. I don't fucking remember what his name was. Um well, if you get a chance to see those pictures, which you will in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Just about a week I'll be able to see it. His chest plate looks like like a snowtrooper's chest plate, which also is Dengar's chest plate. Uh, and this is which droid? The one that's being played by Alan Tudyk. He's doing the voice for it. Oh, okay. So the fucker we see... Yeah, in the trailer. We half-ass see... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'll have to check all that shit out next week whenever I can. I don't know that it's intended to, to be like an Easter egg or a whatever, but it, the way that droid is painted, it's sure... It is, I'm sure that's not where... Well, or could it be? I was going to say, I'm <laughs> sure that's not where Dengar got that chest armor from well did but, he have it in clone wars oh uh, yeah i think he did so he might have just fucking destroyed a droid like that and stole the chest piece well i just always assumed he got it from a snowtrooper or it's just some kind oh. of military you know they're all based on the same design yeah but i mean in in real life the the costume is star wars is, is, the is same. real life well behind the scenes behind the scenes the his chest plate is a snowtrooper's chest plate. They just used it. Oh, and he painted okay. it. You've spent a lot of time looking at those costume books, haven't you? I I own the costume book. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm not fucking shitting on you or nothing. And and the uh, Tie Pilot's helmet is the same as the Rebel Pilot's helmet. Put that in your oh, pipe and blow your mind. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's the face plate from a stormtrooper mask. Yeah, glued onto a Rebel Pilot's helmet. Huh? That's all it was. Looks completely different, but that's all it was. Yeah, I, I haven't really paid that close attention to the costumes and shit, I guess. Yeah, I'll have to let you flip through that book out. sometimes. It's 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 crazy, like, the magic that they do with the same shit. Yes. Yeah. They just turn it upside well, like, down, fucking, and now it's something completely yeah, different. Yeah, I was going to say, like, IG-88's head, didn't they just fucking flip it upside down in the cantina? Or Yeah, it came from, it was left over from the cantina. It was a yeah, one of the pipes or something. They flipped it over and put it on a droid. Mm-hmm. It was like the muffler yeah. off of an airplane or some shit. <laughs> or a truck or, I don't know, some kind of muffler, I believe. That's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. How alien and shit it looks. I know. That's where they got all most of all that shit was like uh, old military World War II surplus shit. Wow. from like From like junk dealers that didn't want it anymore. Or, you know, just junk dealers. Stick some extra plastic pieces on it and paint it black and there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you got a blaster. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, it's fascinating to me. And then, like, the prequels, the costumes on those, those weren't like that. No, those were. Except for the uh, com link that looked like a fucking lady's razor. <laughs> for real, that's what it was. 
That thing that uh, Qui-Gon was using? Uh-huh. That's a lady's razor. I mean, I'd have to look it up and verify it, but I'm pretty sure that that's, yeah. I mean, as soon as I saw it, the first time I saw it, I was like, that looks like Jennifer's fucking razor turned upside down. Because <laughs> the handle on the on this one type of razor was, like, shaped like that, like, big and wide <laughs> like that. I'm almost yeah. positive that's what it is. It's turned upside down, and they glued some knobs on it or some buttons on the top, you know? Yeah. I think the I think oh, the I think good. the rubber hand grip on it is the same too, like the little grippy strips. <laughs> I don't think they even replaced those. I think it's. <laughs> Holy shit! That's awesome. <laughs> I'll have to look. I'll have to look up pictures and see. But yeah, but yeah. Other than that, those were some expensive costumes. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome and fucking low rent. <laughs> <laughs> and the well, and maybe I just thought they looked like this, but I'm pretty sure the. Um, the barrels on Padme's pistols at the end of the movie, those silver yeah. pistols she has, are the, yeah, yeah. the one with the lot really long, skinny barrel. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's off of a like a fireplace lighter. Huh. At least that's what it looks like to me. I feel like an asshole because, like I said, I've never really paid that close attention to the props and shit. For me, it's all about you know, like the story and. That's okay. It just makes me look like a weirdo. No, no, no. Yes, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no, the no. Light, what? I didn't say nothing. <laughs> um, but no, for, I just pay attention to, you know, like the story and then the way it's shot and all that type of shit. And I, I play this fun game where I try to spot, you know, what's CG and what's real. Cause I'm fucking crazy like that. Well, I mean, you grew up with CG. Yeah. You grew up with CG and real. So that's a fun game that you made up. I didn't. Uh huh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't. So it was like, Let's see, which one's a model and which one's real? <laughs> which one's the full-size Tauntaun and which one is the animatronic one, the stop-motion one? Yeah, I was going to say, which one's stop-motion which one's a, which one's a which puppet one's... and which one's the real person? Yeah, which one's stop-motion and which one is Mark Hamill riding on a fucking tall dude's back? Yeah, well, it was, I mean, it was years and years, probably until, I don't know, maybe the THX versions came out that I saw, or maybe it was, I have an ILM book from a long time ago. Maybe that's where I saw it. But it was, I mean, it was years and years before I realized in the speeder bike chase, those aren't always real people on those speeder bikes. There's puppets. Oh, I, I thought like, is it like puppets or is it like crash test dummies and shit? No, they're not crash test dummies. They're, I mean, they, they have like little model speeder bikes with puppets huh. built onto them, and they, they operate them with, like, little control-like sticks, like rods, like rod puppets. Yeah, like gimbals and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have, they had one of Princess Leia and one of a Spiker Scout. I thought they always used, like, crash test dummies at, in parts of those, because there's some parts where it does look really stiff, and it looks, you know, like the same size as the real people, because you know how the miniatures and shit, you can tell a difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, it they looks might, like they, the same they, size and scale. They might have for like the stormtroopers because you you wouldn't see yeah. them. But I think um, yeah, Mark and Carrie, I think they were on them the whole time. Huh. Well, okay then. The more you know. No, you just got learned. <laughs> Knowledge bomb. Yeah. Boom. So back to Rogue One. <laughs> Let's get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on target. Yeah, we're gonna need a bigger rope. Never right, mind. That, no, right, that's wrong. No, we're off track. I know, again. but th- I think that was on, like, Family Guy or something. I don't know. Yeah. Rogue One. 
God damn it. <laughs> what was the other big piece of news that came out that had people shit in their pants? Um, they they finally confirmed for sure that Darth Vader is going to be in it. Well, up and up until now, I that mean, was only rumor. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was one of the worst kept secrets ever, or one of the most worst kept rumors. Yeah, um, but they did finally acknowledge that yes, he is in it. Which, how do you feel about that? I'm okay with it because I think he's gonna. Well, the I think the I don't remember the exact quote from the article, but they said he's not in it a lot, but he does make his presence known at a critical part of the story. Okay. So and then and that he is like just completely brutal and for once. So I don't know if he's gonna whack that fucking guy with the cape. Because oh they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Because they also said there's a lot of palace intrigue where yeah. this this guy's trying to. Get up Va- yeah, he's trying to get up in Vader's Kool-Aid. He's trying to gain favor with the Emperor and move up, and then Vader's doing his thing somewhere else, you know, and yeah. that they're, they're going to cross paths, and they've probably butted heads in the past. So I'm Do you wondering, think they can finally convince me that Vader's a badass? It sounds like they're going to try. <laughs> Most of us already think that, but... Which I'm still baffled by why, but whatever. Dude can choke you with his mind. Yeah, and then he gets fucking bitched at by grandma tarkin and gets shut down and yes i said grandma That's yeah old except school. except he didn't let him go right away he thought about it for a minute and then he's like mm, whatever and he's still pushed out though man yeah that ain't badass i'm <laughs> i'm convinced that the reason people for 40 years have thought vader was a badass is just because he had a cool entrance um i don't know the fact that he tortured his own daughter and tried to save his son even after he cut his hand off he was still trying to convince the emperor to fucking save him no that was he was covering his own ass don't make excuses for him no he was covering his own ass he was working both sides against the middle yeah Mm-hmm. he's like oh wait don't kill him he could be he could be valuable to us but meanwhile he's like he could be valuable to me to overthrow your monkey faced ass <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that's horrible. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with that monkey face. I don't know. Oh, the other big piece of news with Vader, though, is... And I don't know why people were shocked since the motherfucker did it on Rebels, but James Earl Jones is actually going to be voicing Oh, yeah, yeah. Talking, he's like 88. Didn't they say he was like 88 years old? Is he really? Fucking yeah, I think that was in that article. I think they said 88. Holy shit. Yeah. He don't look that old. No, he doesn't sound that old. I mean, my my grand my grandpa was like eighty four when he died, and he didn't sound he didn't sound as he didn't sound like James Earl Jones at eighty eight. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of grandpas, my grandpa would have been a hundred and two today. Wow, that's yeah. My mom was a late in life baby. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ain't that fucked up? I'm twenty five, mm-hmm. and my grandpa would have been a hundred and two. It's crazy. Yeah, but anywho, yeah. Um, James Earl Jones, he was on Big Bang Theory, which, as I said before, I know you don't watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware that he was on it, though. That's on my radar. Oh, I yeah, almost, he was on I there? Almost, I almost watched it just because of that, but then I was like, nah. Can't stomach it, huh? I'll just watch Star Wars. And st- I'll watch Coming to America instead. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, Fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, I understand your problems with it, but... Yeah, And I have a few problems of my own with that show, which let's just get into that for just a second. Because they're playing to a wider audience, they over-explain everything. 
So, like, instead of saying, you know, Arkham or Arkham Asylum, they have to say the Arkham Asylum for the criminally insane. And it's like, <laughs> bitch, just say Arkham Asylum. Because I can guarantee you, most nerds ain't going to be like, did you see that episode of Batman the Animated Series where Batman took Joker to Arkham Asylum for the criminally insane? No, that ain't gonna how it's going to happen. Well, my problem mostly is, like, the jokes. I don't see the jokes. I don't, I don't know why they're funny. Or or yeah. that they're even there. Like, it seems like the punchline is like they say Superman or they say something that's remotely nerdy and people are like, oh, I know that shit. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, no. I, I, I think you talked about it with Diddy Bow. But most of the jokes are pretty easy. And most of the humor comes from like Sheldon and making fun of Sheldon because he's so socially right. retarded. Yeah, that's my, that's my biggest one is like, Dude, when ha- why is that okay? This guy's like fucking got Asperger's or something, and they're like making jokes about him and shit, and acting like that's fucking funny that he's so weird and fucked up. Well, it's because I think it's because of how he acts, not just like you know the socially retarded shit. It's because he's just an asshole, un unknowingly. Yeah, and he makes no apologies for it, even when they're like, "Dude, that's not how you're supposed to be," and he's well, know, just but- like too fucking bad well i know but that's that's what asperger's is oh i yeah i know but i'm i'm saying it's it's not just like you know yeah poking fun at him like ha ha you're fucked up ha 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 but it's like they'll explain to him what's wrong and he's just like okay that's nice which uh, i know i'm talking in a circle and i understand that that's what it is but i think that's why they get away with it because like they over explain like we're telling him he's wrong, and he still acts like a dick. Right. I guess that's why they get away with it. I don't yeah. know. And I mean, I really don't care. It's not like I'm offended, or I'm like, oh, this is yeah, bullshit. It's but, it's not, like, but it's like, that's not. I don't find it funny. You don't find it funny, and it's it's not like you're on a crusade to get it canceled or anything. It's no, just you don't watch a, it. Right. I don't give a fuck. And you've, you've got to give it up. Even when they over-explain everything and the jokes are easy, that show has done a lot for nerd culture. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, what is it, a two-way street? Yeah, it's kind of shitty, but it has helped, so. But anywho, the really fucked up thing about that show is, like, it's owned by Warner Brothers. So, you know, everything's Warner Brothers on the show, DC Comics and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it used to be every, they would have Star Wars shit in there too. But for some reason, Marvel would never let them put shit in there. And it's like, what the fuck? Are you guys stupid? And it's like the same on comic book men. They can't show something Marvel unless they're talking about it specifically. Like somebody like brings it's a cart- something like in. Like it's a commercial? Yeah. And it's like... Yeah, that's weird. What are you, fucking stupid? I'm wondering... I haven't noticed anything yet, but I'm wondering if a lot of the Star Wars shit will be cut out of the sets and whatnot. Pulled out of the sets. Maybe. Since Disney owns it now. Or for a while now, actually. But any... Anyways, let's get back just, to Star Wars. It could, just, it could just be they don't want Marvel and DC in the same picture. I don't know. In which case, you know, it wouldn't I mean, matter whether Star Wars was there or not. That seems really fucking weird, though. Because Dude, business, any... business is weird. I know, but... Corporate shit any is, way that to makes fucking no fucking sense. Yourself, trust me, I know this, but <laughs> it's like... I know it makes no sense, but come on. It's a fucking... Like, the top-rated show on CBS... I don't give a fuck. Get your shit in there and get it hoard, bitch. (laughs) 
Because you never know. You might catch some eyes with it. Because, I mean, they make jokes about Marvel shit. They talk about Marvel shit. Yeah. So let them fucking show it. Yeah, they might catch some eyes. You know, the two or three people on the planet who didn't go see fucking Civil War. <laughs> like you and me? Yeah, us. <laughs> we were aware of it, though. Oh, I think everybody was aware of it. Yeah. Oh, God. You can't, so you can't get away from any movies, good or bad. Yeah. Everybody's fucking known about everything that's coming out. <laughs> Which, the camping trip available now. <laughs> yeah, it certainly will be by now. Uh, anyways, let's get back on track. I have to adjust my monocle that I purchased with all my camping trip money. <laughs> uh, the other big thing was the reshoots with Rogue One. Yeah, that was the thing that made me the most nervous. Um, but they did explain it, you know, that they were planned and... Well, that, that's the thing now. It's like, I was scared about it too, but think about it. They've been saying for years that they build reshoots into the budget of movies. Right, and that's what they did here. They they knew they were, they were reshooting, and, I mean, they had yeah. it built in. And the reason why they had to reshoot was because they kept retooling the script, I guess. Uh-huh. Like the the, Kinda like the script they, they started with... out with, the script they started shooting with was not what they ended up with. Mm-hmm. Kind of like with episode seven. Right. They were fucking redoing that thing even while they were shooting it. So Right. And that but, seemed to work out pretty good. Yeah. Pretty damn good. But that's the thing. It's like they say reshoots and we're all conditioned to be like, reshoots. Oh, fuck. This is going to be bad. Right. But at this point, with these big movies, which Star Wars is a big movie now. It's not some independent shit anymore. We should expect it, but for some reason they say reshoots and we get scared. I mean, the people who are looking forward to Suicide Squad, when they said reshoots for that, they were getting scared. And it's like, I mean, it it ain't going to make me want to see that movie any more than I didn't want to see it before. Well, I mean, it's a good thing to have reshoots available to you. People, people oh, yeah. used to not have people used to not have reshoots unless there was something catastrophic that was like, well, there's no way this can go to the theaters like that. Most of the time, they would just mm-hmm. do with, you know, make do with what they what they had. Especially since film was so expensive. Yeah, or like you know, they would just fucking I don't know where that was going, so forget that. <laughs> I'll cut that. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought completely. So yeah, reshoots. No reason to be scared, people. Apparently. And supposedly the uh, Disney executives are, like, in love with the movie. Yeah. But then again, we heard the same thing from Warner Brothers about Batman v. Superbum, and look how that turned out. Yeah. That's one of the most mixed-reviewed films ever, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. The funny thing about that is I saw a meme where people were saying uh, DC gets, you know, fucked up the ass by people because it made... Like, almost a billion dollars. I think it was, like, just over 900 million. And then Marvel, everybody coddles them because Ant-Man made less than that. And it's beloved. Well, dude, fucking Ant-Man is... The expectations for Ant-Man are are not even close (laughs) to the expectations. They were saying the same thing about Guardians, too. And it's like, okay, you've got probably the two biggest superheroes ever. These two heroes have had more movies combined Mm -hmm. than any three superheroes. Solo movies, I'm saying. Yeah. So, and then, not even that, like, if you think of superheroes, the three you think of are Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man. So that's the top three in the same, or the top two 
in the same fucking movie. Ex- expectations are going to be insanely high. Right. And you've got people projecting saying, oh, it's going to make $2 billion. And I don't mean people like, you know, Mark Bernard and Kevin who, you know, were just excited to see the movie and saying $2 billion. Like, you had analysts, movie analysts saying this movie is easily going to make $2 billion. And then it comes out and makes like just over 900. Yeah, not even half of what they projected. Yeah, that's a flop. But like Ant-Man or Guardians of the Galaxy where people were like, fucking Ant-Man? And what the hell is a Guardian of the Galaxy? People love these movies and they do, you know, far better than people expected. That's why the scales are different. It's about expectation. So quit fucking acting stupid, people. And that's not the first installment of our new segment. That's coming later. No, there'll be much more bitching later. Oh, yes. And it's going to be petty shit, too. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be way petty shit. (laughs) But, yeah, I've seen that meme about, you know, DC's treated unfairly, and it's like, no, DC had more expectation. Yeah, DC's fucking up. Uh Uh-huh. Which, honestly, like, as you were saying that, it kind of made me think, maybe there's just fucking Superman, Batman fatigue. Like, nobody really, like, everybody cares, but nobody really cares that much. Like, everybody cares, but it's hard to get super, super excited about characters you've seen. And like you said, like, more movies combined than everybody else. Yeah. You know? Like, we've seen iterations Ah. of these over and over and over and over. And maybe that's that's why why things like Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy are why they do hit so good. Because they're new? Yeah, because it's fresh. It's different. I mean, I think that could be part of it, but look at Spider-Man. People are like, oh my god, another fucking version of Spider-Man? Yeah. Civil War comes out and everybody's like, oh my god, Spider-Man, this is the greatest Spider-Man ever! Right, well, the difference, yeah, the difference is they finally did Spider-Man well. Like, if they would, yeah. Yeah, but... I don't don't know. Like, with Affleck as Batman, even though he's a murdering scumbag, people say he's probably the best version of Batman. Yeah. But you didn't hear, you know, people screaming from the rooftops like you did with Spider-Man. So, I, I think it could be partially the fatigue and then i think another one of the problems could be people love that nolan trilogy i didn't but people love that nolan trilogy Mm -hmm. it could have might possibly a little bit been a skosh too soon too soon yeah way too soon to reboot batman because there's gonna be people because the general the general population isn't us. They don't fucking... They can't tell you every single fact about Batman. They can't tell you every single fact about Iron Man. The general public thinks this is, you know, the sequel to Dark Knight Rises. Or at least a portion of them. So it's weird for them because all of a sudden they see Ben Affleck as Batman. And he's big and bulky and the Batmobile looks weird. And he's fighting Superman. And didn't they used to be friends or something? What the hell's going on here? Yeah, I think it really was like an odd play to go Superman v Batman before before setting up the individual movies. They yeah. they went they went like the total opposite of Marvel. Supposedly that was the design. They didn't want people saying, "Oh, ho, ho, look at them! Marvel did it right, and they've got to fucking copy them." Bitch, sometimes you got a copy. Yeah, I mean, there's no shame in seeing somebody doing it right and being like, "Well, let's just take that formula and you know add our own ingredients." Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there are other risks that you could take. You don't necessarily have mm-hmm. to, like, well, we'll just put the cart before the horse and, and see how it goes. Just to be different so people don't fucking yeah, just, make fun just of just to us. be different. Well, guess what? Nobody gives a shit about your characters or your situation because nothing's been set up yet. 
or or you have mm-hmm. to or you have to spend two hours and fifteen minutes of your three hour movie setting up everything so that the end could be fun, which doesn't sound like it was. Well, it depends on who you asked. Yeah, it's kind of a like you know some people like it, some people didn't. Yeah, I know quite a few people who liked it, but as I've said. It's just not for me. They've made that clear that it, this universe is not for me, so I'll wait until they reboot it in 10, 15 years. Speaking of speaking of Ben Affleck, did we do we want to talk about Drunk Affleck? That's that's where I was leading you cuz you've seen more of that clip than me. Yeah, apparently he was on some uh, he was on what was it? It was uh It's some new some, sports talk show. Yeah, on on HBO. Yeah, HBO Showtime one of them. Yeah, and they leaked they leaked footage of his appearance and like he's like totally fucked up on something. Like his eyes are real red and watery and glassy and he's kind of slur- kind of kind of slurring his words and his mouth's not moving quite right and uh So he sounds like me. No. He almost looked <laughs> it was almost looked like he had like Novocaine shots or something in his mouth or something. Like his mouth was moving weird and or not moving at all. And Yeah. And like he's, you know, like really animated and really like over passionate about shit, like talking about Tom Brady yeah, was... and dropping F-bombs all over the place and like getting like, like his face, like his face is turning red and he's like sweating and shit. <laughs> I heard that like he was asked a question and somehow he twisted it to be about Tom Brady and he starts fucking pounding the table and screaming. I'm, I didn't see it, so I don't know, but that's just what I heard. Well, yeah, he was pounding the table he, and I, I, I think now he was asked about well no I guess I didn't I didn't see what led up to it I saw from the part where um I guess they were they had talked about a previous question and he was starting to get worked up about it and the guy made a comment about him getting worked up about it and that's when he went off on um Boston about, and Boston and the NFL yeah. fucking him fucking Tom Brady over and he got way like way over the top with it and then uh well, then I saw a second clip, and then everybody was like, "Oh, well, he just got really worked up and passionate, and that's why he was sounded slurred, and you know, he just started talking too fast, and you know, that's why he was really weird." Well, then I saw another clip from the same show where he was. This is the one where he basically insinuated that he turned down directing Star Wars, uh, like that he was offered, what? Like, like that he was offered it before JJ. Really? Yeah, that's what they're saying. He didn't come out. He didn't say it. Okay, but. I didn't hear about the guy this asked him. I can't remember if he asked him directly about whether he was offered Star Wars. I think he was. I think he might have asked him directly, and he said something yeah. about, "Well, you know, you get offers all the time for things, and you you take things." And I don't know the way he said it was like, you know, everybody's saying, "Well, yeah," he's saying that he, he was offered Star Wars before J.J. Abrams, and he turned it down. I was surprised, but I don't. It's kind of like the fucking reshoots thing. I don't know why I was surprised because I mean. From the way it sounded, they were offering it to fucking anybody who had a name. Yeah, I think he was on the list when they were talking about directors way back when. I don't remember hearing anything about him being offered it, but like I said, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but... Because, I I mean, supposedly they offered J.J., he turned it down. I think they said something about they offered it to Spielberg, and he was like, fuck no, I ain't following George. Mm-hmm. They offered it to a couple other people, and they were like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Supposedly, they offered it to Favreau, I think. And yeah, he think went, he was, no, 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 no. Yeah, I think he was in talks, too. And then they asked JJ again, and he turned it down again. It was during that segment that uh, where you could really tell that like something was not right with him, the way he, well, was, the I, way he was talking. Because people... he, was, he was really calm. He was totally calm and normal. But he was like, yeah. you know, he seemed like he was high or drunk or something. 
He was he was not. Well, see, I heard people making excuses, or maybe not making excuses, but trying to explain it away. And a couple people were saying, well, supposedly he just got off a flight from London. Yeah. And he might not have, you know, had sleep, any sleep or any time to sleep, or he might have been, you know, a nervous flyer or something. Well, and he might have taken a pill or something to help him sleep on the plane. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if he took an Ambien or something, I could definitely see where he would be all fucking weird when he, you know, if he, if you don't get eight hours sleep when you take an Ambien, yeah. like, weird shit's going to happen. <laughs> but, so I could see but it. Yeah, and, there, and then, like, that clip where he was, you know, talking about Brady, they're saying, well, he's from Boston, that's how they are. And it's like... What, drunk? That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> they get excitable about their sports teams. And it's like, okay, most sports fans do get excited. Yeah. But... And I, I mean, it sounded almost like they were trying to say, be like really horribly stereotypical and be like, well, he's Irish, leave him alone yeah. or something. Yeah. Because, you know, the old stereotype about us Irish fuckers is like, you know, loud, drunken assholes. Yeah, which is not, it, which is not untrue, like but, they were, you know. <laughs> it sounded like they were trying to say that you know in a nice way yeah but i don't know no he was definitely there was definitely something the for them to come out and say like nothing was wrong or nothing was happening that would that's yeah no <laughs> there was definitely something <laughs> going on and hopefully it's not alcohol i mean he's already gone through rehab before so yeah you know hopefully it's and not something like that Hopefully it's not, but you've got to take into consideration he's had a pretty rough year. Well, yeah, that's that's what I was going to bring it back to as well. Is like a couple episodes ago we talked about Shia LaBeouf going off the rails after all the pressure from Indiana Jones. Yeah, you know, is this him going off the rails after all the pressure of Sad Batman? Well, I, I don't know about that specifically, but I mean, like he just got divorced. This movie that everybody's telling him is going to be huge. Was huge, Wasn't was huge, huge, was huge, but not necessarily all that well received across the board. Yeah, it was. It had and to have been disappointing, no matter what. <laughs> Remember, sad Affleck. The sad Affleck, yeah. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> that but, was funny. Yeah, I I don't know if it's you know like just the pressure of Batman, but he's had a lot of shit going on. Yeah, this is true. It felt like two thousand four all over again because yeah, he's you had, know he's had a pretty fucking stressful life actually like kev said in one of the evening lists they love to fuck with that dude like no matter what they'll write anything about that fucking guy yeah and you would think if he was a little fucked up or something you would think he'd be like i've had enough bad press i'll just take a pass today or for a couple hours or some of his people would be like ben you sound a little fucked up you want to wait a little while or Mm -hmm. take a nap or something because they love to fucking talk shit about that dude. Yeah. I mean, no matter what he does. Because, I mean, you remember, like, he got a tattoo of a dragon, a fake tattoo for a movie? People are going, oh, Affleck's lost his fucking mind. He's getting full back tattoos. And it's like, wait, what? And it was just makeup? Yeah, it was just makeup for some movie he was doing or something. And it was like, even if he got a fucking full back tattoo... Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? The Rock has a whole sleeve, doesn't he? Like, his whole half of his chest and all down his arm is all... Yeah, it's like Samoan, his pec yeah. and almost to his elbow. Yeah. On, I think it's his left arm. Yeah, and and if and if he doesn't... If he gets a role where he can't have it, they just fucking cover it up. 
It's not a big deal. Uh, Randy Orton, he's got full sleeves. He did some movie for, you know, WWE Studios. They covered it up. Yeah. They... And he was talking about it, saying, like, I've had these tattoos for a bunch of years and I haven't seen my own skin. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I wouldn't, I don't regret my tattoos or anything. He goes, but it was weird to sit there and look at what looked like my own skin again. Yeah. That's how good the makeup is. And it's like, so why are these fucking people bitching at the dude? Because he might have got a back tattoo, which turned out to be fake. Who gives a shit? Well, you got to feed the machine, though. I guess. You got to have something to write about. <sighs> so, yeah, Star Wars Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good. Saw Guerrero, go watch Clone Wars. Oh, God. That does, though. Treat yourself. Just... Especially if just you have, saying, you know. Especially if you have Netflix. If you have Netflix, you have no excuse. Uh huh. Just go do it. Don't cost you nothing. Thankfully, earlier this year, I had a fucking awesome friend make me able to get it. Which, since we did get that, we're gonna have to. Or since I did get that, we're gonna have to do some commentaries or something. Talk about some of those episodes. Yep. On this, yeah, that'll be some of the bonus bonus material along with what. What, what's the new thing we're going to start this week? Well, I don't know if it's going to be this week, but... Well, it's going to be this Book week. Club. It's going to be this week, like, three weeks from now. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? You never can tell. Book Club. I mean, we're, we we're going to start it this ago. week. You guys won't see it for quite well, a while. Okay, now, that, yes. We've started a book club. Three months from now, you can join, <laughs> <laughs> join along with us. Well, you will have already known about it by then. By the time this comes out, probably. I mean, they already know about it now because they voted on the book. Right. But I mean, there'll there'll be episodes available before this one comes out, possibly. I hope. Yeah. But yes, book club, where it depends on like chapter length and book length. But each, hopefully each week, we'll read one to three chapters of a book. One to 15 chapters of a book. (laughs) Hey, it it could be possible because depending on depending like, on chapter length, yeah. Like Kevin J. Anderson, you know who he is, right? Oh yeah. He wrote a. He's got some books where like chapters will be one page, so it's possible we could end up reading a book, you know, that's fifteen chapters a week. Yeah, I was thinking we should probably maybe go more like by page count. Yeah. And then like round well, round down to the chapter, like if it's. Like if we say 25 pages yeah. a week or whatever, and it ends up being yeah. like two and a half chapters, well, then that week we just do two chapters. It really depends on, you know, how much time we have that week. Right, yeah, which so, which varies. Like I said, one to one to three chapters per week is my target. Yeah, definitely greater than zero. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> And what's uh, what's the and, first what's the first book we had we had folks uh, vote on four four titles, and the winner was Star Wars Dark Disciple. Yay! Which neither one of us have Which, read yet. No, and it's one of the few that neither one of us has read yet. Right. I think everything else on the list one of us had read. Yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah. You read that? What was it? Dragon Lance. Mm-hmm. Let's just go into it a little bit. What is that book? like um it's like um well it's fantasy it's sword and sorcery type fantasy um yeah basically the two authors worked for tsr which is who made the old D &D game 
Yeah. And they had, uh, well, they they were working on creating in this campaign world to be put out as a and d product, uh, this campaign uh-huh. setting, like this world to play your games in. And during their game development and all the playing that they did of this new setting, um, they ended up taking a lot of that and, you know, molding that into some novels. Um, so they're... How many are in the series? Oh, fucking... Well, again, this is like, uh, this is like Star Wars in the EU. <laughs> oh, is it that big? So, uh, yeah. So to me, like when I was younger, I loved it all. Like all, all of the yeah. books. But they wrote six to start with. They wrote... Okay. They wrote two trilogies... And then they stopped writing books for a while, and then other people took over and started writing all kinds of shit. And then years later, they came back and wrote another trilogy, and then I think a couple a couple of standalone books. Yeah. Uh, the original authors. Um, but the the original trilogy is Dragonlance Chronicles. Yeah. It's three books. It's Dragons of Autumn Twilight. Which was what was in the poll. The second book is Dragons of Winter Night, and the third is Dragons of Spring Dawning. Oh. So, get it? The three books are like seasons. Yeah. It's like a way simpler Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a way, a way, we... way more pedestrian uh, Tolkien. He was... Yeah. That he shit, got bogged down in detail. That is some fucking highbrow shit right there. I love those. I, I love those books, but they're like almost too much for me. I've read half of the first one, and it was like, okay, I need a big break for a while. Yeah. They're, because... They're, they're rough. It was like the Hobbit. The, I love the fucking Hobbit. Oh, that yeah, was that one's, brilliant. Yeah, that one goes real fast. That one's um, that's an easy read, fairly easy, relatively speaking. <laughs> like the first half of Fellowship, I was so fucking bored. I mean, it's well written, but I was so fucking bored because he would have a paragraph and a half describing a describing a cup of tea. Well, I, I was going to go even more mundane than that. He would describe a fucking blanket and how it was woven. Or, God, I can't talk again. It was woven out of the finest elven fuck. And it's like, dude, come on. It's a blanket. You're never going to talk about it again. Yeah, well, these, these books are going to be way easier to read. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> it's been a while since I've read them all three. Yeah. Every couple of years, I try to start reading them, and then I'd get sidetracked. I get like halfway through the first book, and then I get sidetracked or lose interest or something. I just I move on to something that I haven't read. Yeah. Not that not saying they're bad, but oh my god, they made a like oh fuck. I think it was like ten years ago now. They made a uh, direct to DVD animated movie. Oh, did they? Oh fuck yeah! It was like it was it was a big deal, man. When they said they were making this, and I followed I followed the development for like a while online as best I could. It was back. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of... It wasn't as, as easy to follow stuff. Yeah. But uh, it finally came out. I fucking bought it the day it came out. Put it in. It was the fucking biggest waste of money. What a fucking turd. Oh, my God. Oh. It is legendarily See, bad. I, I I got excited for a minute. Now I don't no, give a fuck. It was legendarily bad. Oh. Well, that sucks. It was awful. The fucking... The animation was, like, worse than like 80s cartoon animation. I mean, it was fucking awful. It was awful, awful, wow. awful. The voices sucked. The character designs were fucking terrible. It was it was just wow. it was awful. The whole thing was just fucked up. Even Larry Elmore said it sucked. 
when I met him, <laughs> when I met him at the con last year, yeah, because uh, we were talking about he was talking about comic book movies, and I was saying, oh yeah, it'd be great to have, and they were making a new D and D based movie, even though they've oh, made, they? even though they've made several in the past that have all sucked and. Well, yeah, didn't they have one with like the Wayans brothers or something in it? Yeah, one of the Wayans brothers was in it. That seems like an odd fucking it's choice. Fucking god awful, and it's not that hard. It's not rocket science. How the fuck can't you make a D and D movie? I mean, I don't know that much about D and D. It's which fucking that's easy. Something we'll be getting into at some point. Yeah, but I mean, there's nothing to know. It doesn't I mean, seem like it's the hardest thing to fucking break down. It's fucking sword and sorcery. It's guys with swords killing monsters. How the fuck hard is that? That's what I'm saying. It's like I don't know. Basically, I don't know shit about D and D. You watch. Ga- I mean, you watch Game of Thrones. Well, there you go. You watch. Well, you, I haven't you, watched that either. You haven't watched any of them. Any of Game of Thrones? No. Oh. Oh. Because I. What are they on now? Season six. Yeah, we're almost. We're we're working on season six right now. We're like four or five episodes from the end. Well, I've I lost cable like right when season three was getting ready to start. I think. Yeah. And it was one of those shows where, like, I was the only one in the house that was interested in it, and we've only got one TV with cable. Oh, yeah. So it didn't really happen. (laughs) I was lucky I got to watch fucking Raw and SmackDown Mondays and Fridays. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll have to find a way to get you to watch it. I'm currently using Molly's HBO Go. We'll see. Somebody offered me me their HBO Go. I mean, no, I'm not. I I totally pay for it, but... uh... Somebody offered me to not use their HBO Go. Yeah. And I'm not going to say who it was because I don't want to get them in trouble. But... Well, I mean, you can you can say it was me because I've offered to let you use that kind of shit before. Yeah. But I know the reason why you can't. What, yeah. It's like if I had a better chance to get some fucking internet, I would totally take you up on it. But, oh my God, it's so good. Right now I've got 10 gigs a month, which it lasts about 17 to 18 days. Yeah. But, like, if I fucking, hey, can I not use your Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) It would be gone in, you know, no time. Yeah. Well, have you seen, um, well, let me just say this. I know you stumble onto bargain stuff once in a while, like cheap videos and stuff. If you ever find find one of those seasons and it's within your means, I would pick it up. Well, I mean, I've looked at them at Walmart and shit and they're like Mm -hmm. 40 bucks. Yeah. And I look at them and it's like, this looks really fucking cool. Oh, it's fucking awesome. It's awesome. It's gory and violent and sexual and filthy and <laughs> just, it's um, it's awesome. Game of Thrones is another, and D&D in general, is a lot like what I've said many times about Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's a seed of interest there, but I've never had a way... To pursue it. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem as accessible as, like, Star Wars was, which I know a lot of people find that to be inaccessible in some ways. No, it's to- it's totally accessible. Have you seen, I'm sure you've seen Conan the Barbarian. A long, long time ago. You ever seen Red Sonja? No. Oh. Well, it's like Conan the Barbarian. That's a perfect example. Yeah. I mean, that's, D&D was, D&D was born from, like, Greek mythology and Tolkien, and Robert E. Howard, who was Conan the Barbarian guy. Yeah. Like, like everything in there, everything, all the monsters, all that kind of shit, it all comes from those places. Even, well, that's... Even, like, the party makeups, like the ranger and the knight and the fucking thief and the... I mean, that's straight out of, like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 
So. Which, like, I love the fucking Lord of the Rings movies. The I've got the extended editions of all three of them. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, that's, that's D&D right there. Well, then, that's totally fucking for me, then. Yep. And, like, I've seen the D&D cartoon. I've seen, like, nine episodes of that, and I know that's not, like, the greatest example. No, it's pretty good, but, but it's, if, it's not, yeah. Even that, it's like, this ain't bad. I mean, it's... No, I watched one of those shitty '80s animation, but yeah, it's I watched, not bad. I watched those when I was a kid on Saturday morning when they were new, and yeah. uh, liked them. And I went back and watched them recently. Like watched one episode on YouTube, I think. And I was like, "Fuck, yeah. this is like surprisingly not that bad." I thought it was going to be dog shit, but it's like this isn't that terrible. And see, that's like you said, you thought it was going to be dog shit. Mm-hmm. That's a rarity right there because if you don't keep up with that shit and like rewatch it every once in a while. The more years that separate you from that shit when you were a kid, oh yeah, the harder it is to fucking accept it. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. like I've I watched some of those shows that I used to watch on Nickelodeon, like Keenan and Kel. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved that when I was little. I saw it when I was a little bit older, and I was like, "Ooh, I shouldn't have watched this." <laughs> yeah, it kind of memory was far yep. better. Yeah, fucks your memories up. So yeah, book club. Uh, the Star Wars book was one of them. That Dragonlance book, which that you've got me more interested in that than I was, and I already, like I said, had a kernel of interest. Yeah, we may have to do that one next. That's all I was going to ask you too. Was should we should we just take these four and read them in the order that people voted for them, or well, just do a new since poll? Two every of time? them were tied. Well, I mean, like we can take the top two mm-hmm. and then read them in order, and then add two new ones in. Okay. Just to shuffle things like, around. Yeah. Because, like, our other two books, the Indiana Jones one, it was tied with the... the um, Kane? Yeah, the Kane book. And since they were tied, it would kind of be hard to choose a third one without having people vote again. Oh, that's true. I didn't look at the final vote. I didn't know they were exactly tied. Yeah, they the, were. The Kane one was ahead the last time I looked. No, which, that Indiana Jones book. We were talking about, like, you've read Dragonlance. I've read the Indiana Jones book, like... Four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. So it would almost be one that, that new. Yeah, it kind of would be. I mean, I'm sure once I got back into it, I would start remembering it. Yeah. But even so, I've said it like three times now. Those Indiana Jones books are so fucking good. I know you've only read one of them, but oh my god. And especially those ones by McGregor. I can't say it enough. Those ones by McGregor, those first six, you, everybody listening should pick those up. And that's not to say the ones after him were bad, but those six, because they were written by the same person, they just mesh so well and fit into the whole Indiana Jones story. You've probably never considered canon when it comes to Indiana Jones, but those books are, you know, part of my Indiana Jones canon. Yeah, that one seems like uh, Indiana Jones has always been like less less about canon for me. Like it seems like all of it yeah. fits. They're all like tall tales or adventure stories about this person. So, yeah. so all of them could easily be true. Yeah, I, I can feel that. I can, you know, get down with that. But I like to, as we've said, form my own canon and shit like that and mm-hmm. make it all fit in a way that feels nice for me. And those totally fit with, you know, the movies and shit. Indiana Jones was the third book and then... I thought your reaction to that fourth book was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> the, my my reaction to the which one? To the Kane book. Oh yeah. When I 
I asked you, what about this? And you're like, well, I didn't know nonfiction was an option. It's like, <laughs> um, that's not nonfiction. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was a biography. I thought it was, I thought the name of it, it is was a just, biography. Well, yeah, I didn't know it was a, a fictional, fictional biography. One. I didn't know it was a biography of the character. I thought it was a biography of the, the, the wrestler. Glenn Jacobs. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's a fictional biography of Kane, which actually I think what they do in that book and whenever we get around to it or if we get around to it, what they do in that book is they weave real life with the fucking fake shit. Oh, really? Cause I think, I think they mention that his name is Glenn Jacobs, maybe, mm-hmm. but I know they say Undertaker's name is Mark Calloway mm-hmm. and it's, it's really fucking strange. And like Paul Bearer's in it at mm-hmm. some point. They call him Paul Bearer. <laughs> and it's so fuck. I mean, if you're not a wrestling fan, it's just going to seem fucking retarded to you. But for somebody like me that, as I said at the top of the show, I'm a huge Undertaker fan. That book is so up my alley. And I think I told you this. When I re- first read that book, I read it in like less than 24 hours. That's crazy. Because I read a chapter and was like, oh shit, that's good. I got to read the next one. And that's probably the only book other than like the seventh Harry Potter book, which I think I read that in like 26 hours and I got a full eight hours of sleep in there. So it's really like, what is that? 18 hours. It's the only book that I've read in that short period of time because it was a page turner and I've it's rare to find books like that where I can't put them down. And I did. I was just sitting in my chair fucking flipping the pages. And it's like, okay, I need to take a break. My eyes are starting to hurt. <laughs> but fuck, what happens next? And then I just could not stop. It was an addiction. <laughs> and like, I think they even... Do you remember the, uh what was it, Katie Vick storyline? The who? Uh Kane's girlfriend, Katie Vick. Wasn't that her name? Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I don't, not familiar with that one. Well, they, they did this storyline that was like, people don't talk about, WWE doesn't really talk about anymore because it ended in like such poor taste with, I think, Triple H raping a fucking dead body. Oh my God. I, yeah, it was the attitude era where you could do anything. But yeah, they even touch on that storyline, which has been like a no go for years with wwe they even touch on that storyline and weave it in oh wow so yeah it's it's a damn impressive book if you're into that type of thing which i i know it it might just be me and you you know and nobody else might want to read it which that's fine by me because well that probably goes for all of them uh, no i mean there's people who will want to read the star wars book and i'm sure there's people who will want to read you know the indie book and then like uh Midnight Smoke, he's, you know, really was pushing for the Dragonlance book. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of people pushing for the Kane book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's different. I, I wanted I wanted to do that one because it sounded weird and different. It is. It's something I was completely unfamiliar with. <laughs> but we'll get to it. Do you want to tell folks what all the books on our list are, or do you want to just save that to unveil? No, we'll unveil. Just, that's waste. Just save it. Okay. Well, right now we've got about... Ten other books on our list, just in case people are curious. Yeah. But so yeah. yeah, book club. Yeah, we're gonna start. That's gonna be. We're gonna start reading this week and recording, and hopefully releasing every other week, right? Well, 
or however uh, we can however we can work it out. We haven't we haven't decided for sure yet. I think we're gonna do yeah, we're gonna do something a little different with it. Yeah, the first episode we're definitely putting up on YouTube, and it's gonna stay there probably exclusively for a little while. But after that, we don't really have a plan worked out. <laughs> <laughs> Which I I just thought of another book that we'll talk about off air that I want to add to the list, even though, like I said, we've got over ten books <laughs> as it is. But it's a it's a really fucking good book, and it's real nerdy too. What we do have for today is uh, a new segment. Which, yes, we've teased it. And actually, this time, unlike my joke corner, which I didn't know I was going to keep up with, we actually have a prepared fucking intro for it. Yeah, we have a theme that you put together. Well, Part we put together. Yeah, We actually put some fucking thought into this one. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess this could be a great way to end the show every week. Yeah. We start with the joke corner, and then we finish off with our new segment, which play the intro now. Fuck this shit. So there's the intro. (laughs) Yep. Can you guess what we're going to do now? (laughs) (laughs) We've teased it a couple times, but... Here it is. You're going to wonder why we need a segment for this since the whole show has been this so far. But <laughs> um, And actually, you know, I I was listening to one of our older episodes, and I didn't even know this when I brought you the idea, but it's something I've teased in the past. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to participate. It's not just going to be me standing over here acting crazy yeah, yeah, like we, a drunk Ben Affleck pounding the table. Yep. But it's basically we're going to have uh, really petty grievances that we're going to go on a little short rant about. It's Peter Griffin's Grind My Gears segment. And what really inspired me was George Carlin's bit about, you know, people he can do without. We're going to expand on it a bit. And it's basically people, places and things we can do without. So we're we going to each do one tonight or we're going to do we're not going to do the whole list, are we? Oh, no, no, no. Just one. Each week we'll each do one, okay. which I... I'm looking at my list, and I might combine two of mine because they're basically the same thing. Okay. So, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first. (laughs) And these aren't just, for people wondering, these aren't just, like, nerdy things. These, anything. Right. Anything can be on the list. So, my first one, and yeah, I'm going to combine the first two. It's food and wine people and their pretentious bullshit and language. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you hear these fuckers they they think they're food critics and they're oh the way that lands on my palate and it's like fuck off dude and like these fucking wine people they fucking swirl around their glasses and shit and oh i've got notes of red grapes and oak and it's like fuck you just drink the nasty shit it tastes like fucking sour grapes you asshole you ain't getting fucking notes of shit there's not fucking hints of cherry blossom dancing across your palate, you fucking retard. What it is is you're an asshole. You're pretentious. Shut the fuck up. Eat your food. Drink your fucking wine. And fuck off. So that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to see if I can match your energy here. I, Do you I, have I anything pick, to I say pick... about those assholes? Oh, yeah, it fucking drives me crazy, too. These fucking it, all these wine it? wine tasting magazines, and I'll expand it even to like craft beer, people who brew their own Yo. fucking beer and shit. 
Yeah, they Just are. fuck right off, dude. They are. They're really fucking turning beer into something where it's like, I don't even know if I want to fucking say I like beer because they're acting like assholes about I drink, that, too. I drink fucking bush, okay? So you can suck my dick. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> like. With your fucking IPAs I don't mind a Guinness every crap. once in a while. I don't mind a Guinness every once in a while because sometimes, like, Bud Light and whatnot, that, that shit, American beer is watered down. Guinness is not craft beer, though. Guinness is good shit. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, you're saying you drink Bush products. It's like, I get tired of that shit sometimes. Give me a fucking Guinness. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I don't ever drink anything else. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying I, I don't have to have fucking, uh. Something called fucking wild monkey's ass hair. Yeah, I don't have to have fucking seasonal beer, okay? Like, yeah. oh, it's fucking fall now. Now I can get the fucking pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice beer or whatever the fuck. Yes, we went, we both went for the same assholes, the pumpkin spice fuckers. <laughs> Just give me a Which, goddamn Bud Light. I'm going to put that on my fucking list. I'm going to put that on my fucking list. These cocksuckers with the pumpkin spice. <laughs> Fuck off with your pumpkin spice. <laughs> Jesus okay. fucking Christ. Okay, you ready for mine? I picked mine a few days ago on the way home from work. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> Before you get into yours, though, just tell me, do you have a list or is it just one for now? No, I have a list. I have like I have like three or four oh, things Oh, thank on God. Yeah. Good, good. Go ahead. Sorry. Freebird. Fuck Freebird. I'm so fucking tired of listening to fucking Freebird on the radio. Fuck right off with that shit, okay? Fuck that fucking 15 and a half hour long song that takes up an entire block of music between commercial breaks. Go fuck yourself, okay? Fuck right off. And 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 in fact, let's like can we have just a moratorium on Leonard Skinner on the radio, period? Fuck off with that shit, okay? I'm fucking tired of listening to it. Like, who gives a shit? Who actually likes this shit anymore? Have have we have we not heard these fucking songs enough? Can, can we? Can we? You could play three fucking songs in the time that it plays takes to play Freebird. Okay, let's let's get some fucking variety. Yes, I'm with you. But I'll I'll say this: I like Simple Man. Oh. You know, I mean. <laughs> I'm just tired of it. I'm not I, saying I, I, I'm I'm with you. They do fucking it does seem like the same fucking three songs by Skinner. They just over and over and over and over and over. And, and I mean, and, and I can even expand it even more to just fuck terrestrial radio right up its stupid ass. Just fuck it. Like if I can't listen to my my own music on my phone, it's almost it's, it's fucking infuriating trying to listen to the radio anymore. Yeah. But that. Leonard Skinner took the brunt of my wrath for that day because I turned on the radio thinking there's, and it always happens like a good song. And then the good song ends and I'm all jacked and I'm like, yeah, let's get the next one. And it's fucking free bird. Fuck <laughs> off with that shit. <laughs> if you leave here tomorrow, oh. fucking leave here tomorrow, leave here right now, leave yesterday. <laughs> oh God. I love this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is a problem I have with terrestrial radio, which, like, I I love terrestrial radio. I really do. But that really fucking bugs me. Like, they'll play something good. Like, they'll play um, Magic Carpet Ride by Steppenwolf. Mm -hmm. Then they'll play fucking Black Betty. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden there's some fucking... Then they play Nickelback or fucking... Stupid. Something, yeah. Or something fucking really they retarded. Fucking, 
they play some Nickelback or something, and it's like, oh, what the fuck? You had me going. And it's like, I was so fucking jacked up over here. Or, or they even play something that's good, but not the same tone. Yeah. Like, they'll go fucking, they'll go those two songs, and they'll go into, like, some fucking really super sad Pink Floyd shit. And it's like, fuck. Uh-huh. I don't want to feel this right now. You had me all and jacked it, up it, and ready to fight somebody, and now I want to kill myself. Thanks. With those two songs, like uh, Magic Carpet Ride and um, Black Betty, what do you cap that off with? You don't go fucking Pink Floyd. No. You go with some hard rocking kick-ass shit. You go with some Ozzy or something, even though mm-hmm. it's a different tone. But it's still, it's, get your blood pumping. Go with ACDC, Ozzy, something. Don't fucking hit me with, you know, money or what's the other one? Purple Haze or something? No. <laughs> Don't get me mellow. Get me fucking going, man. Purple Haze is not Pink Floyd for the record. I know. I was just, <laughs> you know, same tone where it's like real slow and shit. Purple Haze isn't real slow either. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of is. It's medium. When you're talking about these other songs that are, you know. Rockin' is right. That's a nice song to get fucking stoned to. Not that I have experience with that, but, I mean, that's a song you get stoned to. That's not a fucking kick-ass rock song. And that's not me shitting on it, but come on. Keep the tone even. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our new segment. <laughs> yeah, fuck this shit. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> Oh, man, I guess that's time to wrap up then, isn't it? I think so. Aww. We're over two hours. Yeah, I see that. Well, let's get into the thank yous then. As always, huge thank you to um, Jay Sarge for the Arctic-ass fucking intro song. Yep. Still rocking. And I know. Still rocking nine episodes in. Yeah. Do you ever listen to that before we get started? Um, no. Not really. I hear I hear it enough I'd... when I'm cutting the episodes together and stuff. <laughs> doing doing quality control on the episodes. Yeah. I I listen to it sometimes just before we get started. Mm-hmm. Cuz it does sort of get me in the mood to be talking my fool head off. Yeah, you know, it'd be cool if I had a a mixer. I saw these mixers that have like Bluetooth um connections. So you can yeah. uh, you can have your mic going into it, and you can also have like a Bluetooth connection, like from my phone or something, say. Yeah. Um, and they also have like USB and stuff out from your computer. Yeah. Um, I've seen other pods do this, where they they'll patch in sounds into the mixing board, and they'll actually play their intro music live. Yeah. Right, before, and then they just start talking. That'd be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm meant to ask you if you knew of any way to do that. Yeah, there's ways to do it. Costs money though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, I've I've thought about that before. Instead of here's a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. When we say we're playing an intro, guys, it's like play the intro, and then we sit here awkwardly for like three to five seconds, and then it's like, okay, that's good enough, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, wasn't that awesome? Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have wondered if it was possible to do that because. As you know, I'm a tech tart. I don't. I. I have no clue. Yeah, it is, and yeah. Cause see, I. I thought it. You know, like how they do it on. Uh, like tell them Steve Dave, or I. I would assume that I sell comics does that type of shit too. Cause I mean, who listens to I sell comics? 
<laughs> no, that stuff's all put in afterwards. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. The well, stuff I mean, on like, Tom's I know Dave. Declan with the thunderclaps. Yeah. I know that's afterwards. But sometimes Walt plays shit right there in the room. Yeah. So I figured it, like, you had to be there in the room to play that type of shit. Because, like I said, I don't know. Because uh, somebody well, I mean, was asking might, me about might, a mixer. Yeah, they might be able to do it now through the mixer. Somebody was asking me about a mixer, and it's like, I don't even know what the fuck a mixer is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you really don't need a mixer unless you got people in the room. Yeah. Like, if I if I were to get a mixer, like, that would almost be a waste. Other than the fact that we yeah. could patch in sound from, you know, like, yeah. we could play trailer sounds and, you know, shit like that. Clips from interviews and whatnot. But otherwise, it'd be a waste. Like, who am I going to mix in with me? Yeah, I feel you. But if we were recording in the same place, it would be helpful to have a mixer. Which we might be doing that at some point. Maybe. Based on a couple of the things we want to do. Yeah. Our, let's just put a little tease out there. Our seven and seven. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> seven and seven. What are you laughing for? You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. It's a funny name. That's all. That's the first time I've heard that name. I haven't used that before. I don't think so. Oh, I thought I wrote it down as that. Uh, who knows? Anywho, thanks, Jay Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then thanks to Sherry at Sherry says Jay Sarge is at the Jay Sarge. Thanks to Sherry for doing our logo. Yep, it's it, great. I still love it, and it looks great on business cards. Which let's update that saga. Yeah, they finally fucking came. As you yep. who follow us on Twitter three months ago found out yeah and they <laughs> fucked them up they cut them wrong they cut them they cut one edge too short so the image wasn't centered anymore it looked like shit so i told them about it and they overnighted a new a new print run to me and uh yeah they look much better and we've already sent some out so, some people have asked for some and i have they're in the mail they're going all over the world literally all over the world which that fucking that makes me so happy because I don't. I think I might have told you this, but that was a dream that I had with my TSDJ Productions logo. Mm-hmm. That was a silly little dream I had because I thought it'd be kind of fun to get business cards with my logo made mm-hmm. and just kind of chuck them out. I, I guess I did tell you because that's where the whole idea came from. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be kind of fun, and I just didn't have any way or know-how as to how to go about getting it done. So I said something to you, and you got to work on these, and oh, shit, you don't know how giddy it makes me to see these. <laughs> I know. Did you see uh, the picture of Groupie with her phone in Spain? Yes. With our with our, with our logo up up next to some old building. I don't know what it was, but it looked yes, cool. Yes, I've been watching her do that for, you know, quite a while with, with Tell, uh, Steve, tell Dave. Steve Dave. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I told her, it was like, that right there, I love that so much. That's some real validation. I know. I told her, it was like, I love that so much, you have no clue, you know, how cool that is to mm-hmm. me. Yep, so she's getting cards. They're on the way to her. There's some going to Costa Rica. There's some going to Australia. Some going all over the United States. Yeah. Uh, what, Chicago, Colorado, California? Mm-hmm. Where else? Um, that might be it for right now. That's not too fucking bad. No, not bad at all. And I've I've plant I've planted two of them so far on my own. 
Oh, did you? Where were, where was the second one? Well, I, I told you I put that one on a shelf in family video. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I sold uh, one of my Walking Dead variant cover books on eBay. Yeah. And I just packaged that up to you make it out. And I threw one in the, in the package. Yes, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> so I think that's going to Maine, actually. Do you know the person that you... You sold it to? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, shit. Because I was going to say, if it's an ant, it, you know, it's a possibility. It's a very slim possibility. They might know who one of us is. Nope. Have they have total, might... total stranger. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> total stranger. Yeah, you don't know how cool that is, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that made me giddy. <laughs> yeah, That's so, an awesome idea. So anybody that wants some, DM one of us and uh, we'll send them out. Yeah. You can be our guerrilla street team and stash them around your city. Because, mm-hmm, yeah, that that's just such a cool idea to me because, like I said, it's just kind of low rent, but it's a cool, easy way to get the fucking name out there yeah who knows who knows how effective it'll be but it's a fun game to play even if you know we don't pick anybody up or even if we only pick like one or two people up at least we tried it yeah because it's better than fucking not doing it and always wondering you know so yeah there's that as he said if you want some we'll send you a batch of them and you can place them wherever the hell you want or even if you just want one that's fine too yeah, I'll if send you, you just one. want one for, just for, you know, shits and giggles, we'll just send you one. He'll just send you one, whatever. Yeah. Maybe you want to put it in the spoke of your bicycle wheel. <laughs> make it sound like a motorcycle. Yeah. You remember when people discovered that or the people in your circle discovered that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and they thought they were so fucking cool. Fucking dorks. Yep. Oh, I, but if you want to do it, it's cool. It's totally, like, awesome. Oh, yeah. So yes, moving thanks. on. Yeah, thanks, Sherry. That <laughs> looks great. You're providing us with hours of entertainment. And then, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the camping trip is available. You've been hearing trailers since we started, basically, hasn't it been? Pretty much. I mean, I think the first one was on episode two. So yeah, you've been hearing the trailers for it. It's finally out there. You buy that and you get fucking the audio drama and then a bonus episode of this. Here is break down the poster and break down the entire audio drama from start to finish and all that good shit. And you hear how lame I am? Well, they hear that every week. Well, yeah, that's true, but they don't even, I mean, they don't, I go they don't, really they get fucking that lame free. and personal. They, they get that for free. I, I know. <laughs> Doom Joe <laughs> Corner! <laughs> Which, hey! I've had two people in the last fucking week tell me they liked the joke corner, so fuck you. Yeah, we can't all be uh, sophisticated like me. Oh, whatever, you fucking... <laughs> oh, let me let me guess, the fucking food dances across your palate, doesn't it? Do I need to scream about that again? No. <laughs> so yeah, thanks Jay Sarge, thanks Sherry, and the camping trip is available, go buy it. Yes, go buy it. Bye. Oh! What? Oh, okay. No, 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 that's fine. Go ahead. No, what were you going to say? 
I was just going to ask you if you saw the other person that tweeted us. Another person tweeted us? Yeah, about, um, oh, sh- I can't even remember what it I think it was about the cards. Did you see who it was? You're not going to get me. <laughs> okay, set me up for the... <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. <laughs> this has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.